Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. We just got our blood work done. Yeah, we did. And our doctors asked us, what are we doing to have such great blood work? Yeah. And you know what we told them? ProCare. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We told them like, yeah, we take ProCare every day because they have a multivitamin that you can just take one a day. Yes, exactly. They have a capsule and a chewable form. And not only do they have vitamins. But they also have calcium, calcium chews. Oh, my God. They're so good. They're so delicious. It's like our own little sweet treat for the end of the night. It really is because they have the dark chocolate and they have the cinnamon roll. Yes. And I love the salted caramel and the dinner mint. All righty. We'll go to ProCareNow.com and use code OSLP at checkout to save some money. You guys ask us all the time, what is our favorite protein powder? Yeah, literally, we see this question Every day. And the answer is always devotion. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I even use it this morning to make my own sweet treat for nighttime because it's just a a brownie batter pudding. And you literally just use one scoop and then milk or water. And then I use it every morning in my profi. It's so delicious. Oh, my God. I want one right now thinking of it. Seriously, it's 20 grams of protein. So go get yours now at DevotionNutrition.com. And use code OSLP to save some money. Welcome back, OSLP family! Yeah. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast, and this is Kelly. This is Ma. And it has been a fucking bit since we've been able to do a single episode, just yes. the two of us. And I have energy today. I feel good. Eric's home, guys. Eric is, is fucking home. He's, he's only been home for two days, but he's home. <laughs> he, that's all that matters. I mean, we that's so, all we were working for is right? him coming home. I'm so. already feeling a little bit more like myself. Good. That's great. I'm glad. Yeah. And I'm excited because... The award show. Nominations award are wrapping show. up. Yep, yep, yep. We have so many nominations on board. I know. It is at the end. Like, we're getting to the end of the line, people. Yeah. So if you have not nominated, go to OurSleepLifePodcast.com. Go to the award show page. You can nominate and buy tickets all on the same page. Yeah. How crazy is that? So, Super simple. Very simple. And I kind of feel like a dinosaur there. Little arms. <laughs> um... <laughs> So everything's right there that you need. Those nominations close June 30th. Yeah. That's 30th? coming up quick. This month's the 30, right? That's correct. Okay. That's correct. And then as soon as those are done, we are going to take a break from any nomination voting for a month. That's and right. Then voting starts August 1st. I know, because we're going to tally up those bad boys because there is a there, shit ton of nominations. There, I can't. I can't. Like there's so many. I'm there's so, so many different type of types of people that have been nominated. Yep. And we are celebrating everybody that's been nominated. It is not this is the this is not meant to be a popularity contest. No, this is inclusion. Yes. So we are going to highlight everybody that's been nominated. Thank so you. don't worry about that. Even if you're like, oh, this person has like 300 followers, what does it matter? It matters. It fucking matters. It matters. Everybody matters. And that's the deal is that we want to highlight everybody in the community. So <laughs> yes. like yes, Kelly yes, said, yes. you just go to artistoflifepodcast.com. Yep. And definitely go ahead and click on the award show. You can nominate. You can mm. vote. You can uh, buy the tickets. You can buy the tickets <laughs> right tickets. there. Because 
Guess what? It's an in-person show. Yeah. How cool is that? So go and get tickets. It is going to be in Portland, Oregon, November 12th. Yes. It's going to be at the Aladdin Theater. It is a historical theater in our town. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and tickets are 80 bucks. Yep. And you get to hang out with us all night. You get to watch the whole show. You get to meet mm-hmm. the presenters. You get to yep. have a gift bag. You get to have drinks, food. It's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be a hell of a one night. One night of a fun fucking time. Yep. So. And we are working, currently working on room blocks um, at hotels. So we yeah. should have that up soon. Now you guys can get a discount. Yeah, discount. And everybody that wants to stay together can. Yep. Um, We have our amazing admin, Tanya, that is currently working on that i know so. and she's a part of our benchy group which mm-hmm. is our it was part of patreon so that's our patreon.com forward slash oslp mm-hmm. seven dollar tier higher gets you into the benchies yep. which is like the best fucking support group <laughs> they're all amazing I, I could not imagine how much like they actually help each other and help me mm-hmm. like they help me all the time mentally um physically like they yep. get my ass going so yep. if you guys want to feel supported at all times go over there yes and it is just a space, a safe space to talk about what is going on. Yes. And it doesn't have to be weight loss related. related. It no. can be anything that's going on in your life. Like, I have a whole new fucking closet because uh, guess what? Your girl is moving. Yeah. I'm moving with Zach How and his cool. girls. And he, I walked in after Texas and he had completely remodeled his entire bedroom to make room I'm for so me. proud of him. He was talking to me about it a weeks before. Yeah. And I had no clue. It was a complete surprise. Um, in six days, he completely redid everything. Um, and then officially asked me to move in. So that is How what cool. I'm that is what I'm doing. I'm so, so happy um, for you guys. I even posted the pictures of that in there. Yeah. So you get like we all just talk about our lives. It's real life shit. Yeah. Like they know everything that was going on with Eric before anybody else did. Mm-hmm. Like they, we talk about their kids, their, mm-hmm. their spouses. Yeah. Like no. it's fun times. It is. It is a really fun time. Yeah. And um, we also, if you are the $10 tier, you get the exclusive videos from us, which there's one that dropped for this month that if you are not a Patreon at that $10 mark, you might want to listen. Yeah, because it's like over. And then just go listen to that one little. Mm-hmm. It's one worth. Little vi- it's not a little video. It's like an hour and a half. I was going to say. Uh, there's a lot, and a, half. a lot that happens in that. You get some behind the scenes of. Um, what really goes on sometimes yeah. when we're doing stuff with people. And it's called That's What She Said Corner. Yes. And typically you get like a 20 minute or every week. But what we've been doing, one, because Eric's been out, we weren't able to do them. And then two, we did a really long one for them. Yeah. So that's why it's like it's an hour and a half almost. And yeah, we give up that. all the info on stuff. So go over there. Like mm-hmm. we have the information for you. There guys. might be some drama in that one. Yeah. So, but patrons only get that info. Yes. So all right. go sign up. And today we're going to talk about rules, rules that we set for ourselves. Rules, rules, rules. And just funny because I fucking hate rules. We do hate rules, mm-hmm. but we always I think we subconsciously set these rules. Oh, we sometimes. totally do. And rules are very helpful. It's just like it's funny, like authority wise. I don't like rules. But for yourself, but Mel, it's fine. Exactly. I just like. OK, so Mel had this this thought that came across yesterday when we yes. were sitting and talking. Yeah. Um, and what was it, Mel? Because we were talking about the pool uh-huh. in the backyard and hanging yeah. out and being the able 4th to... Fourth of July. Fourth of July yeah. and being in the pool. And I realized when we were talking, I was like, holy shit, that was a rule for me. Like, if I didn't feel comfortable 
in a pool, mm-hmm. then I was going to be like, that's my line. I have to start losing weight. I have mm-hmm. to do something about this. Like that was going to be a thing for me if I ever mm-hmm. hit that mark. Uh, mine was pictures. Picture. Yeah. Yours is a lot about pictures. Uh-huh. That's your, that's your passion. If I started hating myself in pictures, pictures. That was my line. And you reached that. Oh, I, I more than reached that because yeah, that was one year. That's one of your whys. Uh huh. Was seeing yeah. you after your sister's um, wedding, right? And birthday. Birthday. Yeah. Well, I mean, the wedding was the wedding was like in June, and then that picture was in August. Oh, or in so October. not that far from each other. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So it was all kind of one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was that was a hard role for me. Like, yeah. I, re- I can remember like, oh, I'm not liking the way I'm looking in pictures. I'm going to start Weight Watchers or I'm going to do mm-hmm. start going to the gym. Right. Or, you know, the rules for the yourself. Rules. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one that we were I was kind of thinking of. Um, I was in the support group uh, with the tribe. Yes. And we were talking about how we subconsciously set these rules mm-hmm. and uh, uh, most definitely around clothes. Oh, Yeah. Because I have been on this like crop top kick, thick kick. I don't understand it. I don't know you're, where it came from. Them. Yeah, but I was like, I want to show off my waist and or like tie shirts up yeah. or whatever. And I was saying how I was buying crop tops, but I never thought that I could be in them. Right. I actually remember us being at one of the stores in San Diego, mm-hmm. and you're like, "There's, I would never." wear these before mm-hmm. there's no way no. i could ever do this no and yeah you could have technically yeah because who the fuck cares it's it's my body if yeah, you don't want to look at it just turn away right and it's whatever you like too oh well, and i think that goes along with the body positivity mm-hmm. thing is that like you can always better and this is where i think body positivity kind of gets skewed okay with people because they're saying you should accept my body no matter what. Right. And that's true. Like, it's your body. If yeah. you're okay with your body, go on with your bad self. Exactly. But the other fact is, is that the body positivity movement should be inclusive to people that are losing weight. Yes. Because no, it's not always it's about bodies. how about you. Like, it's not always about how you look. Right. It's a health thing. Thing. Yes. So for me, it was more health. Mm-hmm. Yes, I look way better than I did at 265. You even look healthier, too. Well, yeah, and that's, that's the thing. The is, like, you should, yes, you you should accept bodies at all types, all ranges, mm-hmm. whatever it looks like. Yep. But you should also know, like, you don't have to, you can be healthy and still have a body positive movement. Oh, or yeah. Or outlook on yourself without. I think that's important. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's where it gets skewed sometimes. Because you're, people are like, I'm body positive. I don't really care if I'm overweight, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. it's not about being overweight. It's about being healthy. Right. So if you are a thicker person, which I am a thicker person. I'm a thick person. Yeah. yeah. And you're good with your body, but you're healthy, then it's it fine. doesn't matter. Right. Now, if you're a thicker person and you are not healthy right. and you are not taking moves to be a healthy person. So say you have you know, diabetes and things like that has nothing to do with like the accepting body your body. Right. Those are health concerns. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, cause like 
I mean, I, me and you, the people that know us understand, like, we are all about, like, just getting healthy. Yeah. And getting healthy for yourself, not for anybody else, for you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a big thing. Is it's like, we accept all body shapes and sizes and what yes. journey you're on, whether you're actually on a weight loss journey or not, we accept mm-hmm. you for who you are. Yeah. It's just there is a health thing because, like... When Eric went into surgery, Eric ended with 16 surgeries. Yes. And me and him actually talked about it, how, like, if he was any, like, overweight, because he's short. Yeah. Like, if he was overweight, like, in Uh the, like, in in the 200s and more, Mm -hmm. like, I don't, we don't know if his body could handle that many surgeries, you know? Yeah. It's a scary thought because, like, they were really concerned, like, hey, has, does he have any diabetes? Does Mm -hmm. he have sleep apnea? Like, which they got, he didn't have any of those things. He didn't have any of those things. But he was telling me because he sees it with us, like, oh shit, if I was overweight, this could be a whole different ball game and a whole different scenario. Yeah, this could be really, it could be very scary. scary. Scary enough. Yeah, without adding. The complications of your own body into it exactly yeah so that's why for us it's always about health because like your body can handle only handle so much yeah um and we can't act like being overweight doesn't put a strain on our body because it does because it does well and that was proven with covid too like right. if you were overweight you were more likely to have health complications from covid, COVID yeah than if you were of a normal body range exactly um bmi exactly. bmi is bullshit be like bullshit garbage yeah, yeah but it's still it's really your fat composition is mm-hmm. what we need to go by yeah um and i hear doctors even the whole time i was in there like they talk about that all the time everybody yeah. hates bmi like almost every doctor yeah because it's bullshit it's so it doesn't funny. take into account all of the the different types of things that could be it's not um i'm having a hard time talking today (laughs) as you can tell um it's there's a lot that goes into a body composition it's not just a bmi like they don't take into account okay what do you like, do you hold weight here? Do you hold weight here? Well, like, like, is your, is it your bone density is a thing too? Yeah. Well, how much is your the weight comes in your organs? What's in your fat cells? Like, mm-hmm. they can break it completely down. It's just that like they're just gonna go by BMI just because yeah. it is easier because it's all math. It's like, oh, they weigh this. This is the height. This is what they are. And it's like, wait, hold on. <laughs> this is well, a person. There's mean, a lot of things that you, go inside. There. If you look at the BMI, I'm supposed to be like 140. Me too. When I was 140, I was. You look sick. I yeah, it was not yeah. my head was huge. <laughs> like my head was so huge on my body. Like there was there's pictures that I took in uh Missouri and I was looking at it, I'm like, does my head look big? Like I felt like my head was too big for my body. <laughs> you know, everybody has that fear too. They're like, I just don't want to get too small because my head's gonna look big. Yeah. And, and I feel like I hit that. Yeah, and like, I was like, mm, <laughs> Well, not. and you're a picture person. I am a picture person. Yeah. So and I especially since having surgery, I like to have well, and obviously we're in social media world. Yes, so we want the full length. We want to take all the photos. We we want to be able to share our lives. And so I remember, like, I like taking pictures of myself. Yeah. That might be, like, egotistical or whatever. I don't really care. I just, that I've always been a picture person. Yeah. Like, well, you have always taken, like, you've been the one in the in the group that takes the photos of everybody. Yeah. And I make sure that we document the events that happen in exactly. our lives. Exactly. Exactly. You like to document. It's mm-hmm. totally fine. Well, what's funny about the picture thing is, like, because the pictures make reality, may make Make you see what reality is. Yes. Because that was also a thing. I remember being, I 
we talked about this off air of like, I remember telling friends, be like, if I ever look like that and I would point to someone in uh-huh. the room, slap me, make sure that you tell me and then I will like do something about it. Mm-hmm. So like I put one, I put that responsibility on others, not myself. Yeah. In the moment. And that's then, a very insightful. Right. I yeah. totally did that. And I, that's kind of an asshole thing. It was kind of like giving myself an out. Mm-hmm. And when I should have just owned my own shit. And then too, like I didn't, I did become that person. Yeah. I did become that person. And I noticed it in the photos and videos afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like I still remember the video of where like Eric's shooting that bottle rocket through the house yep. and you see me come forward and back. And I was like, oh my God, that's, that's Melanie. That was yep. me. Holy shit. Shows I became the real you. Yep. And I became the girl that I didn't want to become. And I was like in denial. Do you over still have that over. video? I do. We need to do a video. I have that. Like, and we have a video of, of where you're taking photos at Eric's concert in the garage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I cross it as well. Uh, and I was like, ew, 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 put it away. I was like, seriously, I freaked out when I saw it. Like, I need to see those. Oh, so crazy. Because I was probably pretty big at that point, too. No, 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 you were not my friend. You were not. I wonder if that was pre. I'm trying to think. I know you lived at the duplex. Yeah. Like you didn't seem. No, you were like, you were like what you are now. Okay. Yeah. At least if, if I remember correctly, we'll have to find the the video. Yeah, I'll have to. We'll find I, I mean, we're always more critical of ourselves than other people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I. You see your friends and your family and your significant other as like people. You right? don't in a you different don't light. Dictate too. their light. Their their light. Their light. Dictate. <laughs> I looked at the light and then I thought light. Uh, dictate. You don't dictate how you look at somebody by their weight. No. Like obviously, you can tell when somebody's gaining weight, right? And you'll be like, oh, I feel like they're gaining a little bit. Mm-hmm. A little bit of weight. Yeah. But you would never, but you don't look at them based solely on their weight. No, not at all. So. Not at all. But you base yourself solely on your weight. weight. Yeah. Well, and even like, because you don't see it with your friends sometimes until you see Mm -hmm. the fucking photos. Mm -hmm. Because like when we went to the retreat, there's a photo of me, Eric and Dylan. There's a couple of them. And it's funny because, like, Eric now, he lost 30 pounds in the hospital. That's crazy. And he, he looks so much thinner. He's so it's much weird. thinner. And that's the the Eric that we have right now is the one that I met. That's how small he was. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's kind of crazy because literally, actually, he was actually a little bit smaller. He was a, a 155 when I met him. Okay. And he's 160 right now. And when he walked into the hospital, it was 194. Yeah. So really crazy. Yeah. But when you look at that photo... Like at first in, in person, and when we were there with him, I never thought he was like getting chunky at all. Mm-hmm. But now I look at him like with me and then in the photo, I'm like, oh, no, no, you had a really thick neck. Yep. But that's the thing is like when you're around each other, you just don't see it. Mm-hmm. You just don't even realize. No, because you look at that person as the person. Not, exactly. Not based solely on their weight. Yeah. Yeah. And you definitely. Like when you you base your self-worth off of what you weigh. Mm-hmm. I used to. I mean, a lot of us do. Yeah, when I used you wake to. up in the morning, what's your first thought? Okay, what am I going to do to make sure my weight isn't mm-hmm. going up? Right. Right. So, and I know that we've talked to, Michaela talks about a lot about this, like not basing your self-worth off of your weight. Especially your whole day. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let it, it, it. That's why people should get rid of the scale if it does ruin their day. Yeah. 
100%. Because that's a huge difference, too. Like, some people, it doesn't bother them, and some people, like, that will wreck them. See, and it's not the scale for me. It's the, I know I'm not doing everything that I should be doing, Mm -hmm. and therefore, I start that self-worth talk to yourself Mm -hmm. as soon as you're, like lucid yeah was for that, me it's like i go get my coffee I was and then say, I, what does that look like for you i go and get my coffee come back lay down and then the whole self-worth starts like once my brain's starting to wake up mm-hmm. that whole self-worth starts to like okay i need to lose weight okay i should be doing this okay i'm this this size in pants and i want to be this size in pants that happens to you in the morning yeah holy it starts shit first thing I mean, oh, it does not for me, but you're at a weight where you're very happy with where you're at. Yeah. I think once you get to the, when you get to a happy maintaining weight, yeah, that goes away. And then all of a sudden you're just thinking about the day. What what do I have to do today? What are we going to do today? Uh It's never, it has nothing to do with like the scale or for me, I've never, I've never hit that happy maintaining weight. No, because as soon as I was in that maintaining stage, then I had a divorce and I was gaining weight because I wasn't fully into my journey yeah yeah i stopped doing anything that was beneficial for my journey correct so but i've always based my self-worth off of my weight well that's so if i'm fat then i'm not worthy of anything i didn't know if i'm thin i'm worthy of everything really well because okay for example yeah i'm like learning new shit about you right now my eyes are like this is what what happens and i'm gonna actually hold on i'm gonna make write this down about worthiness self so my self-worth was tied to something else my self-worth while you're writing that down my self-worth was tied to my job i needed to have the best i needed to be the best and have the best job going forward no matter what um and i needed it i needed to know everything so i didn't ever want to look like i was stupid so like my self-worth was tied directly to knowledge in my job okay. and I felt and I felt if I did not make a good paycheck if I could not afford something I felt fucking shitty and a failure immediately well you know why oh I do know why but <laughs> 100% why <laughs> I know why that happens yeah um and that that goes back to your your family how you wake how you grow up yeah bases mm-hmm. that based that teaches you what you should base your self-worth off of. Yeah. Cause I was raised in such a poor family mm-hmm. and the drive was you better, you better fucking graduate. You have to graduate. Well, don't, yeah, you don't do, do better this. and you have to do better at all times. Yeah. Like we're not going to be the other people like our family. You have to do better mm-hmm. every second of the day. Mm-hmm. So that's where that it's still. And that and even if I feel like I, like you guys tell me the time, like you're doing great. You're fine. Da, 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 yeah. And I'm like, nope, failure over here. <laughs> Wasn't able to do like your city. If if I can't just do like one thing off of the list, like if I miss it off the checklist, I literally feel awful. Yeah, no. Yeah. So that's my that's my self-worth is tied to that. Yeah. That's why it's like shocking. I didn't realize that yours was weight based to to weight base. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I forget that actually also that other people have different self-worth. Yes. Everybody has (laughs) a different self-worth. Everybody had the same feeling of that. And that is not true. (laughs) That is not true because I don't base my self-worth on the amount of money that I bring in. Yeah, I do. I base my self-worth on what I look like and weight based. Mm -hmm. Like those two things are very, very important, which is funny 
because I grew up in a family that was not hyper focused on your weight. No, they weren't like at all. But for some reason, mm-hmm. and I don't know why that is, but we'll find out as an example, <laughs> a year from now, we're going to do an episode. And you're like, that's what, it that's is. what it was. That's what did it. I mean, it could have been my sister called me fat. I, I mean, like it could have been a, a very pivotal moment in my life. Yeah, I think that's a start. I think that's where it started. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been mm-hmm. um, the other. So I had my appointment for ADHD. Yes. To get tested or. I don't know what they call it. I guess it's like an evaluation. Evaluation. Okay. An ADHD Not evaluation. ADHD. But because I am an insomniac and have anxiety and depression, and I think I have ADHD, we're making steps to get to the ADHD Yeah, like what, what part are you actually? Yeah. We're, yeah, we're starting at the bottom and dealing with things one at a time. So in the appointment, he asked, do you think... Has there ever been a time where you were completely happy, no anxiety, no depression, like you were beyond happy with yourself? Okay. And like everything was gold, like rainbows and sunshine. And the only time in my life that I can remember that Mm -hmm. is when I was at my lowest weight. So when I hit my lowest weight and I was at like, and then I gained a little bit and I got to like 150, 155. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like a 15 pound radius. I was beyond happy. I thought I was happy in my marriage. I had a house. I had the podcast. Like, I thought everything was perfect. Yep. And then as soon as the divorce, like, as soon as he left, that's when it all fell apart. Yeah. But I was at a perfect weight for me, the weight that Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to be at. Yeah. So I felt accomplished. I felt like I was good. I felt good. Yeah. So... It is definitely. You keep that mic. I know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. You're talking more with your hands Fucking today, Mike. Um, it's so it, it really does prove that my self worth is tied to my weight it because is. I was completely happy, didn't have anxiety, didn't have any of it because I wasn't. I was completely healthy. Yep. I was eating the foods that I needed to eat. I thought I was healthy, healthy in my relationship. Like there was all of this health. Mm-hmm. Whether it was tied to a relationship, friends, whatever, yep. it was all good. And then, as soon as I started gaining, that's when you started. My self worth took a hit, and then I was, I have been tr- striving to get back to that since. Oh, that makes sense. So that makes complete sense, right? Yeah. So the yeah. anxiety and the depression is tied to my Got weight mm-hmm. and my self worth. Yeah. And because even as a teenager, I never I always thought I was big. I always thought I was not at the weight I needed to be at. So I wonder if that had to do with some of the friends you had too. because didn't did they have any eating disorders? Like, mm -mm. I don't want to say their names, but Mm -hmm. you know who I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Okay, but they were smaller. They were tiny. They were tiny, tiny, tiny. So like but, they, they weren't like your average woman size. No, they were literally tiny. They were very tiny and I couldn't fit into their clothes. So you were you were like I was a normal size, you were a normal size. I was like 160, 170. Yeah, that is a normal size for a five, five. Yeah. Five foot five. Perfect. Person. Mm-hmm. But in my eyes, I was fat. Right. And in my eyes, no, but no guy looked at me when I was next to them. Yeah. 
but the the fact was is they were two years older than me. So when I was fifteen, they were <laughs> like they should. It is not a normal thing for an seventeen eight year old guy to look at a fifteen year old and be like, I want to be with that person, right? Or they 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 are they are attracted to you, but then they're mm-hmm. like, fuck, she's fifteen. Yeah, like that's a big deal too. Yeah, they're like can't. Sorry, man. Uh-huh. You can't even drive. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah, like, exactly. There was nothing of worth yeah. within myself at 15. Right. I didn't have a license. I didn't have a permit. I didn't have any of that. No. Um, I can't figure out if I'm cold or hot. Like, I, <laughs> keep, I keep moving my sleeves <laughs> up and fidgeting. then I'm like, yeah. I also read that's a sign of ADHD. Just FYI. <laughs> Because after, oh, I definitely think I have. It. I think you do too. Because after you left yesterday, um, after you went over the appointment with me, whatever, mm-hmm. I just looked it up, and I was just like, "Yeah, she has all those. Eric has all those. Okay, like we just need to get them like go through all the process to get them tested yeah. and get it done." Because well, and I'm constantly tired. I get that. Yeah. Like, and I know that that can cause anxiety if you're not properly. Um, I almost want to say properly slept, but I, don't I know it's not Pro- right. properly slept. I don't know <laughs> if you're if you're exhausted because you have not slept. Right. It can cause anxiety and depression and weight gain and weight gain. That's it can. Another little. That's why sleep is so important because it actually helps you lose weight. And if you don't get enough of it, it helps you gain weight. <laughs> well, and if you think about that in the portion of time that I did feel great mm-hmm. i was sleeping Being. a normal sleep like i had a normal sleeping pattern i had a normal routine which i think once you once you're fully moved into zags i think that's gonna come back it's getting better yeah. for sure like there's i have a certain thing certain things that i've been starting to do like when i lay down i set the timer on the tv okay. so that i don't forget and then it doesn't wake you me up used in the middle to do of the night. that when you live with cody mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Yeah. So I remember that there's little things that I need that I'm going to start doing that I have started doing Good. and like not working in bed. Yes. Because the doctor said that if you if you work in your bedroom, then it makes your brain think that when you wake up, you need to be working. You know, you know, it's interesting. What? Because I've had to sleep at a hospital. Yes. And I sleep in my own bed. It was, and I needed to do some podcast work, right? I was like, hey, I can link up to the internet. I can do some of the editing, whatever. And it felt fucking weird. Yeah. Like, it was like, I had like a body feeling of like, oh, I shouldn't do this. Like, I need to be in my room to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a full block of like, not doing this unless I'm in my bedroom. Right. And even when I got home, I was like, oh, I'll do it in my new living room. You know, mm-hmm. like I have some, I have some new furniture and I was like, this is cool. And I was like, this will be rad because my coffee table does that one where it lifts out. Right. Yep. And I was like, oh, I can sit up straight and do these things. Not a problem. Haven't used it yet because my body is like, you don't edit out here. Yeah. You edit in the bedroom mm-hmm. and it doesn't even feel comfortable editing anywhere else. It's the fucking weirdest thing. Well, because that's all you've done. That's all I've done. Mm-hmm. And listening to what your therapist said, I'm like, I really need to not do that, though. No, you don't. Because that's one of the reasons why people don't sleep well is yeah. number one, the electronics in the room, TV. Mm-hmm. I cannot fall asleep unless I have something playing. And I have tried the beach sounds. I've tried all of that. Um, I just sleep better if I put a movie on, which half the time is Zootopia or Frozen 2 or Frozen 2 on the plane. I passed the fuck out for four hours on the plane because I put 
Frozen 2 on. It was funny, too, because, like, she knows she's fiddling around with other shows. And then all of a sudden she puts it on. And I was like, oh, this bitch is going to sleep. Oh, I put my hood <laughs> up and I leaned up against and I was done. Yeah, I was, was like, nope. I'm so sleeping. fucking funny. It was so funny. I was like, yep, that's that's my girl, Kelly. She's yep. going to night night. <laughs> <laughs> Disney, Disney it up, Kelly. <gasps> yes. So, so normally I I just I and I'm not even watching it. Like no. my eyes are closed. Right. But I have to have that sound. Understandable. Of like something that I know and I'm familiar with. What I'm doing with Eric, so Eric's the same way. Mm-hmm. And what I've been doing with him the last two nights is so like he'll fall asleep to we're watching Oroville over again. Mm-hmm. And he fell asleep. But I noticed like I can't I cannot sleep to people talking. Like I, I'll stay awake. Yeah, it fucks with me. So what I did was, is I turned it like all the way down to one, mm-hmm. and then I turned my fan on. He stayed asleep, uh-huh. and then I stayed asleep. So you're you're figuring it out. Yeah, we're figuring it out because, and then he even asked, he's like, "Why is it only on one?" And I was like, "Dude, you don't wake up." Like <laughs> he's like, "What do you mean?" See, the light will wake me up. That's it, why I have to set the timer. So it does me too. So um, when he wakes up in the middle of the night, I just turn it off afterwards. See, and yeah. if I do that, I'm awake. Oh, really? Yeah. No, yeah. I just like, like I'm full, like I'm fully awake. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Yeah. So my brain's like, you're going to go back to sleep. Yeah. No. I'm like, thank you. No, my brain is, it's time to do shit. You're <laughs> awake. What can we do? What can we do at one o'clock in the morning? <laughs> Nothing. I mean, no, Nothing. there is probably stuff you could do, but no, you don't but need to. Really not necessary. Just, and I am like half in, half out of sleep. Like it's not no. some time that I should be doing anything. I should be right. going and, back to sleep. And we like organically made that rule, like going back to the rules of like, we should be doing our work in our bedroom because that's what we've been doing. But mm-hmm. now it's like, no, we have to retrain ourselves of like, hey, you should not be doing that. Just like you yep. don't eat in your bedroom either. Yep. Like that. We learned that from a lot of people. Oh, tell I us, eat in my bedroom. Fuck it, that. I know what they tell us not to. I don't care. They said not to eat over the sink, not to eat at the refrigerator, not to eat in your room. Yeah. But there's sometimes you just want to have naked pizza time. I know. Naked pizza is amazing. And it's just <laughs> it is what it is. Like you get naked and you just eat whatever food you have and then you mm. just lay out and just. I mean, I get it because like I have the craving all the time of like, I want to eat something in bed. Even when we were in Dallas, I was mm-hmm. like, what can I take back to the bedroom with me? Yep. And it's because I'm so used to having something. Yep. While I eat in bed. Yep. Even though I didn't feel hungry. Which I realized we didn't bring any built bars with us when we went to Dallas. Oh, we did it. Mm-hmm. I had one built bar. Epic fail. I had one built bar. Because that would have been helpful because then I wouldn't have wanted. I, I did have it at Hershey's almost every day. Not yeah. gonna lie. And you know what? It's only totally fucking fine. fine. Yeah. And what's funny is so when I went and saw my bariatric therapist, uh, not therapist, surgeon, Dr. Patterson, mm-hmm. um, you know, they always weigh you. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to my my one just for my uh, trying to get like therapy done and stuff like that, yeah. um, I already lost five pounds. So I nice. was like, okay, the fentramine's working. Yeah. So guys, if you get like a heavy dose of fentramine, just tell them to do a half dose and make them just order it for you. Because I was cutting them and they mm. still made me like made me feel a little weird. Now that Emma has me on just 15 milligrams, I feel great. Yeah. I don't. So, guys, I was like clenching my teeth mm. when I would get stressed. It was so weird. And then and you're not having any of that now. Not any of that. And I'd get headaches mm. and then I'd get the um the jitters a little bit. And mm-hmm. I don't get any of those things. So I'm like, OK, I just needed it to be an even dose because I think I was just getting either too much or too little. Like yeah. it was just too much, too different all the time. Now, is that something that she said that you can be on for a long period of time? 
Because you've already been on it for a year. But I haven't been consistently on it. Oh, okay. Because we and her talked about that. And she's like, she's like, how much longer do you do you want to take this? And Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I'd like to actually at least take it for three to six months because I'm at it schedulely consistently Mm -hmm. because I would be on it perfectly for a month and then not nothing for two months because Mm -hmm. of my health insurance. So remember, like I would have to get her to send me a prescription Mm -hmm. and there would be a lapse in time. And then like I'd have to break them up so I can make them last even longer. Like it was just, it wasn't consistent. It was never consistent. All right. So we're going to see how it goes. Um, for the next like six months and then talk about and it and then talk then. about it from there. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause it's just going to be an aid to get me where I want to be. And I know once we go back to the gym, like mm-hmm. this is going to be fucking bonkers. Yeah. Cause if I can already lose five pounds just from, you know, just taking it every day consistently. And it really just makes me not hungry. I actually yeah. have to be mindful of eating right now, mm-hmm. which is making me actually eat better. Because I have to tell myself, oh, you need to eat. You haven't eaten in a few hours. Mm-hmm. Um, be like, Because I'm not getting the craving. Well, and that's where I go wrong. Yeah. Is that it, I will forget to eat mm-hmm. and then I'm starving. Right. And then I go more, more times than not, I go towards something that is not healthy. Mm. Which is why I've been trying to put at least two meals in Zach's fridge. Yeah. From like, so he did the carne asada again, nice. which... I heard you all, and we are going to do a mini cooking with Zach episode. <laughs> we are going to cook carne asada. He's going to teach me how to barbecue it. Um, Ooh, that's going to be fun. Yes, because I don't know how to barbecue at all. So he's going to teach me. Ooh, and I'll film it. <clears throat> if you would like to film it, you can do that. Because I'll ask questions yes. while you guys are making shit. Yes. So, oh, this will be so much fun. Yeah, I'm okay. excited for it. But I found the carne asada at Costco. Okay. And it's pre-marinated. It's like a lime marinade or something like that. Okay. But he grills it and then brings it in. And like, I can eat that all day long. Those like, are so good. He made nachos the other night with it, with mm-hmm. the leftover. Yeah. So he just cut it up over the top of it and did the, you know, it, it's not like the most healthy dinner. But it, I was just like picking the meat off because I freaking love this carne asada. Carne asada makes me full faster too. It does. Yeah. And But it's like a dense meat. It is. So it actually keeps you full longer. Yep. And it's high um, protein, man. It is high protein. It's really good. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he, he was cooking that. So then I make my quinoa rice stuff and then did, oh, which by the way, I put butter in my beans. Yeah. What the fuck? How butter, did I right? not know? I, I know, right? How did I not know that you put a little touch of butter Just in your refried beans and it oh, smooths it all out? Creamy as fuck. Okay, so this is the other funny thing is that, and this is a squirrel moment, but I decided I want I wanted beans because we made the carne asado and I was going to do the bowl and all of that. So I make them and I'm like, I should put some butter and see if this works. And so I did. <laughs> and then, you know, I added a little bit of cheese to it like I normally would. Zach hates beans. Okay. But he loved it, huh? He loved it. Yeah, it's fucking bomb, he man. He loved it. He, and he hates beans. And I was like, what? Yeah, guys, all like, you have to do is just one spoonful and you're good. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't It was a lot. It mm-hmm. was probably like that much of a... Almost like a... I put... Pro- oh, I put more. I probably... I'd probably do a full tablespoon. I'd of, probably do about a half, yeah. I think is what I put in. Because so, I didn't want to put too much in. Yeah. Um. So I put that in and then the, the cheddar cheese and... So good. Yeah. And I was like shocked. I was like, what? Mm. Are you eating refried beans? And he's like, yeah, I've been eating it the whole time. And I was like, <laughs> what? And he's like, yeah, it was, it's really good. Yeah. I've eaten a full can. I do it all the time, actually. I literally just like pull out a can, 
heat it up, put some butter and cheese in it, and then I throw my uh, hot sauce. Oh. Eat that shit up. Good to go. I have to have it with something. I can't just eat it by myself. By I used to be like that. I can do it now just straight. Yeah, no. I got to have my... If I'm going to do that, it has to have some type of meat paired with it with, like, mm. some type of, like guacamole sour cream that type of thing with it and then yeah and then i'm good but yeah it was pretty funny so yeah so he did the carne asada i did my quinoa stuff and then i put some refried beans some cut up peppers Mm -hmm. um and put it all in a container so i have two of those sitting at his house oh perfect that i can throw in the microwave if you ever mix it up heat it up and it's it's great it's full of fiber Mm-hmm. It's full of like protein. It's it's a great yeah, option. Now so that I've been you're trying to do that more. Yeah, now that you're talking about that, I'm like, oh, we should just heat up some carne and I can just throw that in my beans. Yeah. It'd be delicious. Yeah. Get the carne from Costco though. It's okay. real good. We ate we finished almost a whole pack by ourselves. Nice. The other night, just because not just me and Zach, but like the girls too. Right, right. Um, just because it was so good. And then they have chicken too. Oh, there you go. All marinated, right? Mm-hmm. Well, see, that's the thing, is like we as much as we don't like rules, rules are really good for us. And like, we're just, you're putting a new rule in. I am. I you am. Know? And I'm slowly doing it. I feel myself getting to a better headspace. Yeah. I feel, and I, therapy is definitely going to help mm-hmm. because I'm talking about all the bullshit. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to talk to him about the self-worth. You thing. should. Because I didn't realize how detrimental it was until we were talking about it. That's why I was like mind blown right now. Uh-huh. I was like, I had no idea. I knew my shit, but I did not know yours. Yeah. So. And all of my rules are tied to that self-worth. Gotcha. Like I'm not worthy to wear a crop top mm-hmm. because I'm not at the weight I need to be at. Oh, I don't like that. I don't either. I but don't that's like the that, way Kelly. my brain works. <laughs> like I'm not worthy to do these things because I haven't done what I need to do to lose weight. Yeah. But I don't want to. The other thing is I don't want to think like this because the whole mm. thought process behind weight loss surgery was that I got into a healthy mindset. Right. And I thought I was there, but it was because I was at a healthy weight and I didn't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now it's going backwards again. But even when you got to your lowest weight, like you maybe felt good for what a mm. month, three mm. or four months. Yeah. And then you went right back into it. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's so tied together. It is very tied together. And yeah. that's something that I, I feel like we all should be talking to our therapists about. I think everybody needs to get one and talk about yeah. why. If you can, why is the weight so important? Mm-hmm. You know, I know that like physically, my if I'm gaining weight, physically it's not okay because of my autoimmune diseases. I have to keep that down in order to be at a healthy state for my autoimmune diseases. Yes, yes, but that's not why I want to lose weight. Like the, no, ultimately, that is not the reason mm-hmm. why. Not, not not the core reason. If we're gonna be honest here, yeah, that is not the core reason at all. What you know, it's funny as I thought it was for a long time. It was in the beginning. Yeah. It, the reason why I did weight loss surgery was number one, I was way too fucking big. Yeah. And number two, I wanted to live a life. Yeah. But I didn't realize how much it tied, it tied together, together. Yeah. of like my mindset of. And it's really hard to, like, come to that realization yeah. of how much your self-worth is tied, tied to that to it. and tied to those rules. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. I mean, have you ever had anything like that where, like, you can't wear that because of where you are weight-wise? 
Um, I would say like I won't wear certain things just because of my body shape, but not like your certain weight. Mm-mm. No, I won't wear anything that shows my like my definition of my apron, but not because of my weight. Well, yeah, but that's not like yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't. I never had this like a worthy list feeling worthless um due to my weight that wasn't mm-hmm. my trigger that wasn't my deal my my weight actually like that's why i felt like i was fine when i was bigger because i didn't have this thing on myself of like you're too fucking fat you look disgusting like you're not mm-hmm. worth this da, 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 da. like i my my worth again was just like tied to like not being stupid and being able to be the best of whatever i'm doing mm-hmm. And so, like, if I wasn't the best at something, that's when I felt worthless. Mm. So it wasn't ever tied to my body. Got and um, I don't know. And I mean, thank God it wasn't because I would have had a, another whole trickle down of problems. Yeah. You know. But I also think, do you think it has something to do with, like, the fact that you were overweight your whole life? I think so. Because I, <laughs> it was to be expected, I think. Yeah. Because when you look at my whole family, everybody was overweight. We're, we are literally all short and stocky yep. people. We're overweight people. Yeah. So I just assumed like that that's just what my body was going to be like anyway. Mm. And because like I've never been thin, I was just like, yeah, that's just what we're just fat people. This yeah. is what we do. Yeah. But, but what you can do to overcome being fat is being funny, being nice, being knowledgeable. Mm. How do you, because you have to beat that stigma of being fat or is just like you're lazy, mm. right? So what is a, a non-lazy fat person look like? Someone that's trying to be the best at everything they fucking do at all times and being the smartest person in the fucking room. Got because I, I knew I couldn't really, con- I thought I couldn't control my weight. I mm-hmm. thought it was just a genetic thing. Mm-hmm. But what I can control is knowledge and making people feel good. Because I didn't want anybody to feel shitty. So I was like, how about I make someone else feel good? I can do these things. Mm -hmm. This was just, I felt like my body was just like out of control. This is just what what it was going to be like. Just what And I was just going to have to deal with it. Yeah. I I came to terms with that very young that I was just like, I was always the biggest, one of the biggest ones in our group, Mm -hmm. you know, besides the two that were. Yeah. But like, other than that, I've always been the big girl. Yeah. And I've always, I came to terms with that very young. Yeah. Very, very young. Like, no boyfriends, no nothing mm-hmm. until after graduating. Like, yeah. So I just assumed this is what life was going to be like. Just Damn. living in a big body at all times. So I was trying to, like, I guess I was trying to prove something to myself and mm-hmm. my family of, like, hey, just because we're fat doesn't mean that we can't do things. Hmm. You know? That was, that was kind of my drive. kind of interested to know if anybody else... Yeah, comment. Let us know. Yeah. Do you relate to so that? So if you were, yeah, so if you were overweight your whole life. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what it feels like. Was your self-worth still tied to your weight? Yeah, because I had no idea what it feels like to be thin until mm-hmm. until now. And I'm not even thin. I'm thick. I'm a thick girl. You are a thick girl. And I, and I love being That's a totally thick girl. Fine. It's amazing. And you, you definitely. I rock it. You do rock it. That's the word yeah. I was looking for. So, so, but then if you were thin mm-hmm. most of your life and then got fat, like me, what is your self-worth tied? tied to your weight because you knew what it was like before? Before, yeah. Whereas that, being big your whole life, you never had that comparison in your brain. No, because I had nothing to compare it to. Yeah. I had no idea what it felt like to be able to walk in and buy like size 10 jeans that mm-hmm. I can do now. That was fucking, that was foreign. Uh And that's why, like, buying clothes now is is so much more fun. Mm -hmm. Like, I have a blast buying clothes because I'm like, holy shit, I can wear these Well, you can break through those rules, too, Mm -hmm. because you're like, oh, I can't wear a dress because I'm too fat. And then you're like, 
nope, I can break through that rule because Mm -hmm. I can wear a dress whenever I fucking feel like it. Exactly. Exactly. You can wear jeans or shorts or a bathing suit or whatever else you want to wear or crop top. Yeah. Like. And speaking of bathing suits, being able to like, I I do feel comfortable in a two piece now. Yeah. But it wasn't until you kind of like force the point, like, no, you can wear those things. Yeah. Just wear them. You don't them. have to wear a one piece. Now, no, get me wrong. It feels real weird to feel cold water on your tummy area like that, like skin cold. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay, hold on. I got to adjust to this shit because I've never wore a bikini till last year. Yeah. Even when I was at my biggest, I still wore a bikini because I, know, I, I have a long how. torso. I Nobody wants to see that, that camel toe. See, that's that shit right there made me believe that you you didn't feel the feelings that you're saying because like I'm like she'll even wear a bikini when she's at her biggest, so she obviously has. Yeah, but did I wear it like I didn't? I didn't like wear it out like I was covered no, up. But I felt like you were comfortable. I, in my eyes, I thought you were comfortable. Because I was you were not confident because you were doing it. So no. I was like, oh damn, like Kelly is no, like because one pieces don't fit me. Because yeah. my torso is too long, too long. And so then it's riding up the cooch. And no, that's not comfortable. Yeah. People that make swimsuits. Can, can you, you please make, make them long torsos? A little bit longer. Yeah. Just, that a, would be fantastic. just a little bit. Thank you. Too because crazy. there are some really cute one piece suits they that are. I cannot wear. I love them. I like love the one piece. with the lace that's like the deep. Mm-hmm. I'd love to wear that. The people that make that, please. Make it now. Make it longer. Thank you for us. <laughs> you that... make it. And if you don't, th- we're going to fucking do it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we're um, going to get into the swimsuit game, guys. Yeah. OSLP approved. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm interested to see what everybody else thinks. And is your worth tied to your weight? Yeah. Or is your worth tied to something else? And mm-hmm. the weight is just an afterthought. Yeah. Does your weight. I mean, it's hard because we're all in a weight based community. We are. But I think everybody views weight in, in a different aspect so different. For in within their lives. Well, and that's why, like, it was it's hard for me to relate to, to you and those that, like, do that comparison thing all the time mm-hmm. because I never I never did that. And I'm like, why are we doing that? But it makes more sense that some people do that because it's tied to your worth. Uh-huh. And for me, I never looked at that. I was like, oh, that girl's cute. She's rocking it. I never I never was like, why am I? Why aren't we looking alike? Uh That was never a thing. I was just like, I look like my family that are all big. Yep. (laughs) Yep. So I definitely definitely different. Yeah. Definitely different aspects. That's interesting. Yeah. I never. I never thought about that way. Neither did I. So look at us. Figuring stuff out. See, this is why I love our one-on-ones because we learn one more about each other. Yeah. Um, and then two, some mind, some stuff opens up. S- some There's mind thingies. opens up. That's how you know I'm not 100% back because I cannot do analogies like yeah, I used to. No. I did not <laughs> sleep well last night either. So I am like a little less energy than normal. Yeah. I should have drank the AM from Devotion. That would have put Ooh. me. That would have woke me right up. You should have. Me and Eric had our protein drinks from Devotion today. Good job. And he, he even says he notices a difference if he does not have a protein shake. Yep. And I go, oh, really, honey? What was that difference? And yeah. he goes, I have more energy and there's less fog. And I'm like, yes, there is. Because you're yes, getting your protein in. That's oh. another random rule that I made for myself. I can't have a profi unless I go to the gym. Oh. I don't know Why? I don't oh. know why that's a rule. You Nobody made that rule but me. Nope. And I can have a profi anytime I want to. Yeah. But the majority of the time, I cannot have a profi unless I go to the gym. Because it's part of that routine. Yeah. You almost feel like you broke the routine by not going to work out. So, so you're like, why do I not punish myself get... by not having protein? 
<laughs> Tell me why that makes sense. Like, yeah, let's, we already didn't go to the gym, so let's just not take the protein or drink the protein either. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Our the other brains, good thing about man. living with Zach, though, is I have an espresso maker. Nice. I have an espresso maker that I can make my espresso at home. So how many shots do you make at home? Like if you're so if you just did this at Zach's house. Four. So four. Yeah. What is that like? Like how much is that? Like is Coffee that like wise? Yeah. Like is I that, don't know. Is that like regular? Like what's a regular espresso have? Like one? Two. two. Well, you I mean you can order as many as you want. So you can get one shot of espresso, two shots, three shots, four shots, five shots, whatever you want. Oh. Like you I, just tell them. So is like the standard just one then if you just go, hey, I want an espresso? Yeah, if I but you But you have to tell them how many shots. Well, I mean, I've never worked in a coffee shop, so I have no idea on I'm that. I'm just curious. But yeah, I think, I mean, I feel so like four. if you say I would like an espresso, it's one. So did you have to work your way up to four? Or Yeah, you, I used to do two. used to do two. Yeah. Which and, I could probably work my way back down again. Yeah. But because that helps with anxiety, caffeine levels is a whole tied to anxiety. Well, the funny thing is, is that caffeine generally puts me to sleep. You have the opposite effects. Yeah, because if I drink, so if I get up, so for example, this morning I got up at four Mm o'clock, had a cup of coffee. I was like, I'm going to stay awake. I'm going to be awake now because, you know, my body's awake. Drink a, a full cup of coffee. Went to sleep. <laughs> Most people cannot do that. No. So I don't understand why that effect happens on I me. I think you've, your body's trained. Yeah. I drink way too much you coffee. You make way too much coffee. Yeah. So, but I'm just like And interested. that's probably why the AM amps me up so much. It's different. Because it does not have caffeine. It doesn't. And it's a different kind of like. Um, um, I don't want to say I, upper, but like. I mean, it, it is. It's, it's kind stimu- of it's a, a stimulant. Yeah. So yeah. it like makes me go. Yeah. And be awake and like not stop God, moving. If my if I woke up four in the morning, I'd be like, we're going back to fuck bed. Like go to sleep. You count sheep. I don't care what you're yeah. doing. I'd be mad at myself. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you get me to have a cup fucking cup of coffee. Yep. And it's then insane. I go right back to sleep. I woke up at like 830 the second time. Oh, that's good though. Yeah. So I got I mean, I got a few more extra hours of sleep. Yeah. But I was up at one. Yeah. One and then four. And then I got up at 8.30. So. Yeah, every few hours. Every couple of hours. And if I don't get that straight sleep, I am not a happy person and I am not awake. So, because I've done it the last two nights, it's exactly what you kind of just, what mm-hmm. you just said I did. And it's funny, like, you would think I'd be cranky because I'm an asshole if I don't get a lot of sleep. Mm-hmm. I know it. I'm mean. Very fucking mean. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> like, she can validate it. Eric validate my son. They all can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but even with the br- the break... Like, how, like, where I'm awake for, like, 15, 20 minutes and I go back to sleep. I'm not, though. Yeah. I'm still calm and chill. Well, because I don't think it's, like, hours at a time. Yeah. It's it's 15 minutes and then you're going back yeah. to sleep. You know that there's a time where you have to be awake and then you can go back to sleep. Yep. It's literally, like, I just, no. Eric pees in the urinal. I dump it. I get him a pill or two, depending on where he's at. And mm-hmm. I go back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, That's I'm only up for a little bit. Yeah, and this morning was the first time that I actually woke up. Or, no, that was yesterday. I woke up to Zach getting ready. Mm. And you haven't done that in a long time. I, I don't do that because now I'm used to it. Yeah. So crazy. I think it'll get better. It's just going to be. Well, and I think, again, with rules, like it's going to change mm-hmm. when you're with him. Like there, there's going to be new rules. Old rules will go away. Yeah. And really, I feel like almost rules are just behaviors. 
I mean, they're almost like the same thing. Like we're, uh, we're like Xing behaviors and may bringing new ones in. I feel like that I would call them rules and call them rules because they're, there's something that makes you stop. And like, like the whole profi thing. Yeah. I'm not allowed to have a profi unless I go to the gym. Yeah. So I don't do it if I'm oh, not going true. to the gym. You made an internalized rule mm-hmm. on yourself. Just like buying a crop top. Mm-hmm. You don't buy a crop top because you don't have a crop top body. <laughs> but everybody has a crop top body. Yeah. Anyway, because wear everybody it. is mass producing crop tops at this point. They really are. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of them. I like them on people. Yeah. I don't like how I look at it. I feel funky. I'm like, this is not. Well, because you're not used to it either. Yeah. Like, that's like, not. Yeah. Well, and I just get like, my accounting brain gets annoying because I'm like, it's a crop top. It should be half priced. Yeah, it should. And it's, it's not. Be- and I'm like, why? And why is she still paying $25 for oh. a crop top when I'm paying $25 for a shirt? This is stupid. Yours should be like 15 bucks. So funny. <laughs> it All drives right. me bonkers. Let's cut this off before we get two <laughs> more crazy on I know. We've our subjects. so many tangents, but we yes. learned a lot today. Yeah. So. Learned some good subjects right, to talk about. Go to YouTube if you want to watch us be ridiculous on here. It, just type in our Sleep Life podcast. We are the only ones. Mm-hmm. Click on that bell. Hit subscribe and watch all yes. the things. We even have like our old reviews are on there. We have lives on there. We have these yeah. episodes on there. Yep. So that is very important. Lots so go of stuff. Over there. And then go over to patreon.com forward slash OSLP and make sure that you are signing up to be a patron of ours. We love every single one of them. And... Go to OurSleeveLifePodcast.com. Yes. That is where you will find all the information on the award show and any other events we are attending. Yes. She literally put on there an events tab. Yes. So that way you can see it. You can see where we are going to be and you can buy tickets if tickets are needed. Yeah. And sign up for the newsletter because you're going to get those like information and those updates as they go. So. All right, guys. We love you. And we will will see see you next time. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you've enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on patreon.com forward slash OSLP for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever. Yeah. And also, check out our YouTube page. Subscribe, hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released. Yeah, and we would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logos, Eric Vaughn with 17th Street Studios because he provides our music and our recording yes, space. Thanks for listening to Our Sleep Live podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time. 